It's the week of ninja love. Tons of ninja love. Yeah, we actually did get her hair too. It's just, <laughs> yeah. We literally just desecrated that corpse beyond just, there's nothing left of her. My name is Betty. Yeah. <laughs> Beware his song oh, of big man. butts. He beats you while he plays it. <laughs> <laughs> Hey everyone, Wilmgard here with Mini. Hey. We're back with the live show FFBE podcast. How's it going out there? You asking me? No, I'm asking our viewers, our oh. precious viewers. Who cares about them? I thought you were talking to me. <laughs> Mini, what's new with your uh, FFBE times or generally in the last week? Just farming the raid and then trying the Ignacio stuff. The bonus round, I, I texted you a little bit today or yesterday, I can't remember anymore. My uh, sense of time is just lost lately. But <laughs> I, I couldn't pass the first thing and then you told me you could just raise it, so that helped a lot. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised you didn't try that. No, I, I don't know why either, I'm an idiot, but there you go. So Super What about you? Funny. What have you been up to? I well for the whole last week I spent trying to farm out the bonus stage from what's his name Ignatio's trial Ignacio's trial that was fun that was difficult um and then I did Hasiko today managed to get through that well yeah nice. today I did so Hasiko did I? Yeah. so that went super well surprisingly took longer than I expected <laughs> you and I had the same good. problem I yeah. thought it was going to be a cakewalk and then Anyway, no, it ended up being yeah, way was, longer was than expected. As usual, funny thing is, is it wasn't hard. I was expecting it to be harder, given how long it took. It it was just long. Yeah, in classic Hasiko style, it's just annoying so, and long. Why are you? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It was it was interesting, that's for sure. But other than that, not a whole lot going on. Lots of people uh, talking about the stuff going on with FFBE recently. All they did was string two fights into one trial. Well, true. Yep. Fair enough. That is what happened. That's pretty accurate. All right, Mini. So we got some new stuff going on this week. I figure we might as well get into it. Sure. We have the uh, half energy week going on. Something to be excited for, for those of you who, like me, have not completed all of the different trials in the game. Are you excited for this? Yeah, I'm super pumped for this. This is, I think last week we talked about how it's just been too many events, I feel like, and I wanted to actually have time to spend energy on the story. So I think the week off, so to speak, is perfectly timed because we got some new story content that just released. And then we're also getting half price chamber of uh, the something, can't remember now, chamber of whatever, the place where the trials are. <laughs> chamber of something yeah the chamber of the, yeah, it's, the trials it's I don't know, irrelevant man. it's a chamber okay it's half off and it's just good timing yeah i agree it's awesome to have it with a week off from farming events you actually get to take advantage of the half energy on the different trials the chamber of indignant the chamber of arms the things the many can't think of is the chamber of arms also half price yep all of the different uh, chamber trials are half price. It's amazing. Oh, that's pretty nice. 
Also, coming this week, the Vault of Hidden Treasures. So remember to do that every day because I forgot, almost forgot to today. Oh yeah, I gotta do mine too. Yeah, because it doesn't, it doesn't show up anywhere. So unless you actually go into the Vortex, you don't see it. Yeah, you got uh, free uh, pots, which most people don't really care too much about because they're so abundant recently. But uh, you do get free gill, free EXP, stuff like that happening. Yeah, I, I know that I feel the sentiment because <clears throat> I've just been throwing pots at anybody who will take them now. <clears throat> all my main <laughs> team is all potted out. So I just, I had uh, Zahn in for the raid for some extra gill. So I was, I was throwing pots Don't at him. Don't tell me you potted him. Oh my yeah, God. I was, anybody who was within arm's reach where I didn't have to scroll down, they got pots. <laughs> pots You're crazy. For I save yeah. all my pots. I save my pots for new useful units. You know what? My Kunshira would could probably use some pots, but she was she was too low. She was too <laughs> low in the thing. So my instead my full guys max attack pot out. You know what's funny? Genso mentions putting attack pots on a mage. I will literally max pot any unit that I regularly use. I don't care if you don't use uh mag or you don't use attack whatever you use doesn't matter you're getting maxed out on your pots because i want the unit to be grayed out i'm, I'm weird like that yeah i'm in the same boat both my awakened rain and my folka they never actually attack they're they always have something else to do but their attack is still maxed out max attack pots if you ever do need them to attack yeah oh crushing they're gonna be doing so much they're damage. gonna do like 100 extra damage it's gonna be yeah, it's, noticeable it's wild yeah. besides that we got the new step up coming which i figure i'll mention here because all the units are ffb exclusive units a lot of stuff we've already talked about here on the podcast mm -hmm. in the past so we do have all these units as you see in front of you genso says it's a trap i am mixed about that a good trap but a trap nonetheless depends, i don't think yeah. it's a trap so I think if you have one of these units that you're waiting to seven star or an STMR you're mm. really, really looking to get, this step up is amazing. It guarantees you one, you, you can pick the unit you want. Yeah. And I think that's pretty fantastic if this is a pool that you'd like something from. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if amazing is the right word for it because I don't know if any of the units themselves are really standout. Um, but you're right. I think because they're limited and the fact that if you do one full step up, you can choose any one you want. It basically means you can guarantee yourself if anybody's stuck on one unit and you didn't get a chance to seven star them, you can grab them. And the same thing goes for uh, STMRs, right? If you're stuck on three, you can pick up your fourth. So for a certain part of the population, I think it's actually pretty good. Who knows when that looming troll known as Xenogears is sitting off to the side waiting to pounce. <laughs> How hilarious would it be? They just like drain everybody's lapis with a couple things and they're like, surprise, Xenogears is here. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's a, supposed to come out soonish. So who knows? Yeah. Anytime. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime now. No, well, I don't really think this is a trap though. It's It's very laid out. I mean, there's no reason to pull on this banner unless you want a specific unit like if you're just pulling for the chance to get something don't waste your time don't waste your lapis if you're like damn that aloha laswell that's my favorite unit in the game that's the best crap i've ever seen in my entire life i need that 
I would pull. Jokes on it's them. It's free. Though, like you're getting uh, it. I'm I'm not pulling for a long time. Are you out of lapis? No, I have lapis. I'm just not oh. pulling. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. To, I'm going through all the traps. Like uh, I don't know. I can't think. <laughs> Your brain is turned off today. Yeah. <laughs> it's Friday. Oh God, dead. One thing I do like about this particular banner is that they are now starting to give a guaranteed unit. So you do get those guaranteed tickets that if you finish the step ups, you can pick the unit you want, which is really nice. And I hope this is something that continues uh, going forward for some of the other banners and step up summons. It's a really, really welcomed change. Onion Knight Refia, Dark Knight Lunath. Yeah, those would be pretty easy skips, honestly. Um, CG Sid would be pretty exciting, but if Xenogears comes, I'm going to be excited. This is the Gimped yeah, version. I think, we need the JP one. I think Xenogears is going to bring the next sort of unit that gives you a nice bump up in damage, which is why everyone's excited for it, but time will tell. I still, As far as banners go, I still don't think this one is actually that bad compared to ones we've had in the past. And then definitely getting the guaranteed unit of choice after a full round is a step in the right direction, I feel like. It definitely is. I do have to agree a little bit with Red of the Sun. It would be amazing to get uh, the same style that JP is getting. I don't expect it to be the exact same, but uh, it would be nice to not have a limited selection, like to just get a guaranteed unit. I don't keep up with JP, so I really I don't know actually what they get. I just base it on what we've had in the past. But true, I mean, you know, I'm hoping that they do improve. They have been improving slowly. I know, like after what was the the big sort of scandalous one, the uh, the Valkyrie Valkyrie profile. That one was just utter another disaster. Well, that one was horrid. Yeah. So after that, that one, one I think so they've slowly been getting better. Maybe they're not where we want them to be yet, but they're moving in the right direction at least. Hey, baby steps. At least they're going, like you said, at least they're going in the right in the right direction. Honestly, the one banner I'm waiting for and I'm saving my lapis for is the Axstar banner. I need my Samurai Pirate on my team. Yeah, man. That, that's going to be fantastic. Who knows? I might do a, a round for Xenogears just for fun, but that's neither here nor there. Maybe. Well, I heard, yeah, whatever. We'll talk about it once it uh, yeah. actually comes <laughs> around and it happens. Yeah, we're going off into La La Land. Yeah, we're going way off. All right, one thing that we do want to talk about at some point today as well is the Shadow of Ruination, the Hasiko trial. We've both done it. We've both played with it. Mini, what do you think of the items that are coming in with this? Isn't there just one? It's just the Infernal Eye, right? Yes. I mean, the Trust Moogle, I'll always take Trust Moogles, so that's nice. But Infernal Eye is cool. Um, kind of weird that it's an eye like what we we took her spear we took her dress and then now we just take her eye it's like she's like i have nothing left to give you and you're like oh you do you just rip out the woman's eye that's that's how you do it <laughs> in ffbe <laughs> apparently you become the eye makes you tankier oh yeah we we got her hair we creeped out and stole some hair yeah we actually did get her hair too it's just yeah <laughs> we literally just desecrated that corpse beyond just there's nothing left of her speaking speaking of the eye the first thing i think of oddly enough is that scene in alita where she basically gouges the guy's eye yeah oh, that was alita. pretty fantastic yeah it was fun that is something completely unrelated that 
I wanted to talk to you about is what did you think of the movie, Minnie? For Alita? Spoilers, come on, man. Random? Yeah, we're going we're going way off topic. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's veer it back. <laughs> oh yeah, true, Kill Bill. Lots hell, of reference. Man? Lots I, of people getting their eyes. I haven't seen Kill Bill yet. What the hell, dude? Come on. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> it's like a twenty year old movie. <laughs> Yeah. Everyone knows you have to wait at least 23 years yeah. <laughs> before you can reveal anything. Oh, man. Oh, man. I love it. Kill Bill. That was a good time. I never got to see that in theory, so it was R-rated, and I was too young. Yeah. Nani? True. So, yeah. The... <laughs> All right. You know, if you plan on seeing it, we're going to skip the Alita conversation. Yeah, but, we'll uh, skip it. We'll talk about it another time. Kung Fu Hustle, Kung Pao are both fantastic. I would watch. I, Kung Pao. I watched Enter the Fist. Kung Pao. I probably twenty times. Me and my friends used to quote it back in school. We would quote it at each other. It was <laughs> just stupid, but that movie was hilarious. And then Kung Fu Hustle. That's also a classic. Just it's amazing. So many. My name is Betty. Yeah. <laughs> Beware his song oh, of big man. butts. He beats you while he plays it. <laughs> what a freaking classic! Yeah, it's movie. good. It's good. Oh, that's amazing. Um, anyway, back to the eye. <laughs> yeah, back to the eye. So that's what started this whole thing. So you grab. What do you think of the you eye? You grab bar? this eye and you either put it on your hands, you turn it into a ring, you make it an earring and you get to share the memories of Asiko and how annoying she is. So she literally just won't die. So this eye will give you extra HP and MP to help you not die. I actually think it's pretty good for an accessory slot. 20% is decent. Yeah, I actually thought the same thing. The 20% HP MP is pretty awesome. Both things that she oddly enough tries to drain from you, so it's nice to have those buffed up. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, the other stats are like, they're good. I mean, it's nice to have an extra uh, 15 attack mag plus the HPMP. I mean, overall. Yeah, it's an accessory, accessory I can see myself using if the battle is one of those where your units have to take some hits and maybe some of my non tanks seem to be a bit beefier. I could see myself throwing this on. Yeah, exactly. But other than that, you're not getting much else out of this trial. The standard stuff like raid coins, tickets, and that sweet, sweet trust Moogle. Yeah, good stuff. This week, we also got a, what's that thing called? Ability Awakening. Oh, yeah. It's the it's the week of ninja love. Tons of ninja love. So we got Oga, Jiraiya, Wado, and Kaede getting some uh, delicious, yeah. sweet... Yep. Mr. Krabs trial too, yeah. We did get the I forgot about the crab trial that was released. You gotta remember to hit it in the weak spot. Yeah. I haven't had a chance hit to that try it point. yet, but maybe now well, that you we're don't getting do half energy of the chambers. <laughs> you don't even do chamber of arms, dude. Don't pretend. <laughs> maybe I'll start. This is the week I start. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. But yeah, we do have these Ability Awakenings. I do really enjoy that Jiraiya is going to be getting some sweet, sweet buffs. Yeah, man. I like that guy. I like his giant frog summoning attack. That's pretty amazing. Shoot the chorus. Yeah. Ninja, so, ninja love forever. What do you think of Jiraiya's Awakenings? He has, I think, the most Awakenings on this batch, and it's kind of the main unit that most people will be looking at. Yeah, he's the only 5-star slash 7-star 
on the in the batch and I actually like them a lot um, he gets some nice attack mag buffs just straight up and then he also he gets uh, I mean his AoE elemental resist is okay it can come in handy but it's nothing special to me I just I really like that he he got a really sick imperil I think it's 90% of I, I can't remember the elements now fire lightning fire and lightning dark. and dark yeah like just amazing it's on demand you can use it whenever you need to it just to me that's top notch and then he finally he got his abilities fixed so it's a lot easier to chain with him now his mm -hmm. his not he used to be his chaining abilities used to be hidden behind his limit burst now you can use them uh more readily i guess because his purgatory fire slash and his thunder strike chance or stance now get mm -hmm. King's Glaive and Octoslash frames if you awaken them to max. So that's just really, really nice. And they got a really nice buff to their modifiers too. So if you have Jiraiya at, I think, level 105, he gets a passive to buff their modifiers. And then if you add on the Awakening, they actually do the same damage now as his Limit Burst Awakened abilities or Limit Burst Enabled abilities. So I just think it's really nice. I, I don't know if it makes him like the best hybrid it, it probably doesn't but definitely makes him a lot lot better than he used to be and i could actually see myself using him now compared to old jiraiya that was a hundred percent bencher status yeah it makes uh it makes him much much better yeah for sure i think it's hilarious actually that uh noel this was your troll unit this was my troll unit for a long time i pulled three of him on various banners and i was like damn it my life sucks this guy is terrible and now i'm like hmm is it He's actually pretty awesome. Yeah. And like you said, now that he has a few chaining families, and like Genso's mentioning, <laughs> Nick's users can stop complaining. They got they got a few Kingsglaive uh, chaining units now, and one of them in Jiraiya. Much, much easier to use him. Hybrid damage, chaining, always really good. Can come yeah, in really handy I'm, for a lot of different trials. I, I definitely think he his ability awakenings helped him quite a lot. Yeah, for sure. He does get a bunch of passive increases to his attack and mag built into this uh, awakening. So pretty much all of his awakenings, except for I think the six protections, are useful to awaken. Yeah, and I mean even six protections can come in handy. It's just the buff is only fifty percent, which isn't amazing. It's, it, yeah, that's fair. It covers that's a fair. wide range of elements, but it's just it's nothing. It it's not the standout part for me of his enhancements. True, you do get a Mirage Sack with six Awakenings, which is... I actually do really like that about this uh, new updated Jiraiya is that he is able to give some fun, interesting, different things with his ninja-esque-ness where he gets to dodge attacks over and over and over again. It's like you can never hit this guy. Yeah, it's kind of cool. And then it's nice. Yeah, the... What do you call it? The six protections, dodge, buff... It's a little bit more consistent than Fenrir, so you can pop it up if you feel like it's <laughs> only, only a little bit more consistent than Fenrir. Well, I mean, it, just slightly. You know, depending on what units you're using, it's not too hard to get. You have, uh, if you have five Type Zero units, yeah, can, Fenrir is pretty accessible. <laughs> he's always up permanently. Yeah. Yeah. Next guy we got Wado, who made a return in the story content recently. Yeah, he's uh, the second guy. The second ninja on the team to get love and uh, yeah. i love wado's awakenings because 
he gets a quick chain, which is okay. It'll it helps him have a chaining family. But to me, the the highlight for him is dirt wall technique and light wall technique. A hundred percent earth or light resistance, depending on what you use, and then thirty percent mitigation. That's fantastic. He's only a four star unit. Like I could see myself using this guy. Like if I didn't have somebody who could uh, do light protection for the Alexander trial, this guy would be so so good for that. Yeah, he he became surprisingly good for how terrible he was before, in my opinion. Just by being able to buff any element by 100%, you can have use of him. Like you said, Alexander Trial, if people are still struggling with some of the Earth Esper battles, he's going to be amazing. 100% buffed to everybody is fantastic. Plus the damage mitigation. I mean... Anybody who gives damage mitigation will have some sort of use, even if it's on someone who has more of a budget-oriented team. Yeah. Really I, fantastic. Honestly, I really like the, the updates to Wado. I, like I said, in a world of seven stars, it's rare for me to see a four star I might actually use at some point, but he actually has skills that, uh, in some situations, I might want to put him on my team over a seven star. Yeah, definitely. And we also have Oga. So what do you think Oga of is, Oga? Uh, he's not a ninja, so he didn't get much love, unfortunately. Samurais <laughs> suck. I mean, Samurais do suck. Oga is okay. Uh, it's like, like Genso said, he's like a budget demon rain. So he gets a nice AoE physical cover. Uh, if you, The thing is, he, he's, he's tough. If you gear him for damage, he's too squishy to actually tank. Uh, you can make him into a dodge tank but then his counters won't do any damage so i don't know i'm not sure what to make of him i he, he's a unit that wants to counter but at the same time he doesn't have this like i like the tank idea but he doesn't have the stats to back it up i feel like he's a piece of paper yeah that's fair but he, I, I it's tough because he's such a low base unit like four star base is not that great so i don't expect his stats to be that good the real downside here for me, and it makes sense to have him be only 60% chance to cover or 50% mitigation because obviously you don't want to make him as good as the seven star versions of him, but I can definitely see him being useful for some budget builds. Not amazing overall. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that again. So tank building him tank is way more useful than damage. I mean, I'd rather him survive and be able to take the hits for my uh what am I, uh, my chaining units or my dps units over him doing the actual damage i mean if you're going to be using me, him to tank for me what it comes down tank. to is if he is a tank he doesn't bring anything else but tanking like a lot of other tanks for example let's look at warrior of light who's a really old tank he comes with rays at least right and i think mm -hmm. he also comes does i can't remember it's been so long since i used him he might also have a light resist buff maybe maybe not but i know he at least comes with like rays and it's outdated now but he used to be able to cure decent amounts of health so for oga the actual damage output if he doesn't have that he doesn't bring anything else to warrant choosing him over another like four star cover tank that's probably better like even veritas of the earth is better if you're going straight up for tanks that's fair. Yeah, so that's that's my only issue with him. That's why I focus so much on his damage potential because it feels like he's a tank that wants to do damage, but he just he doesn't have a stats doesn't. to back it up, unfortunately. 
Yeah, that's fair. Like his his ability awakenings did give him some extra counter chance, which is really really nice. But I don't I just don't think it went far enough. Yeah, I'd agree with that. But I mean, it's a tricky balance trying to figure out where to put these types of units because you can't make them too good in any scenario because they'll catch up to some of the six seven star units and people would probably be pretty upset about it i guess but i don't know it's tough it's tough to balance keeping a unit four star like make sense as a four yeah. star while also being half decent no i get that i get that it's i mean he has his ups and downs i just think there's more downs than ups and then our final unit kaede who was so insignificant they didn't include her in the in the graphic <laughs> so we don't have a graphic for her uh, a, a samurai <laughs> chocobo rider she's got the like if you if there's a short straw in this and then an even shorter straw she got both of them not only is she's a chocobo rider which are notoriously useless she's also a samurai she's like double useless <laughs> if you could take a piece of garbage and have it riding a piece of garbage um, i think <laughs> she's interesting i just <laughs> so she I'm, has I'm like quoting a, you from your from your full ending. I stand by my full in statements. <laughs> all right, all right. I got oh, I got man. three full ins, all at five stars still. <laughs> when I when I saw that seven star awakening, I was like, uh, no, not worth the gill. <laughs> um, what do you think of Kaeda here? So I like Cry of the Warbird. It's really nice. It can help uh, units that rely on their limit burst get it a lot easier 200 percent for four turns if you awaken it and then she also gets this uh battle princess's descent or whatever it's called where she can use a few turns to stack up her abilities and then eventually she gets a a physical damage a 10 times physical damage ability she buffs her own attack and then she recovers some hp and mp over 10 turns but <clears throat> my problem is that it just doesn't la it's not the buff isn't strong enough to warrant the build up for it so the turn the prior turns are not nearly as strong as the last turn it's just the last turn isn't strong enough to basically warrant three turns invested to get it to happen well yeah I th but i think that's all we have for this week nice little off week yeah it's pretty much it yeah, that's that's the best thing about it is how nice and relaxing and kickback it can be for everyone to just catch up on literally everything. I'm honestly looking forward to catching up on the story a little bit. Uh, I've fallen behind since I haven't played the last two updates now. So it'll be nice to just sit back and kind of enjoy it, take it in a little bit without having to farm King Mogs or uh, Ignacio stuff or anything like that. Now, one final thing that I did want to talk about a little bit on the podcast was the recent uh, drama surrounding the issues in the game and the like the last five weeks of banners and exclusive units and all kinds of craziness that people are up in a hubbub about. How do you feel about the current state of the game and how Gumi is handling the issues slash communication slash the banners we've been getting? So my only real issue with everything was the bugs. I, I spoke about it last week and the week before that. Um, just ever since that one version update, there was just a lot of bugs and it was making the game hard to play. And the other thing I, I really wanted was just 
a week off where I could go and enjoy the story because I feel like the story is pretty good and I just never get to run it because there's all these other stuff to use energy on. <clears throat> and I feel like that was addressed pretty well. I noticed the bugs are gone. Well, a lot of the bugs are gone. It's obviously not all of them, but the big ones that really bothered me are gone. <clears throat> so generally I'm pretty, you know, I'm, I'm pretty happy with the result. I think there were, there was a point I remember laughing cause I was like, I saw everybody, you know, people were sending these messages to Gumi and whatever. And I was like, yeah, fix the bugs. And then you see certain people are like, give us compensation. I was like, ooh. And then they do and they're like, it's not enough. Give us more compensation. And I was like, uh, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk away now. <laughs> it's going a bit too far. But it's so it's so funny because in terms of compensation, for the most part, I don't really care what we get. As long as I don't miss out on the game time that I missed. Because I know a few people were locked out or whatever and they missed out on stuff. And I think that sucks. But usually when they give me compensation on top of that, I'm like, yeah, this this stuff. The best compensation is to have a working game that I can actually enjoy. Because realistically, that's why I play. I just want to see what happens in the story. So you, your only issue was the bugs. You had no problem with anything else overall. I mean, overall, I, there there have been issues, but I I feel yeah, of like course, of course. you know even with the banners, I feel like things are moving in the right direction, right? They're not. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. I I think people here like JP gets this, JP gets that, and they parrot it without actually verifying what JP is actually getting, because they don't get mm-hmm. guaranteed on banner rainbows for like every limited banner you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so i feel like the standard is a bit too high sometimes that's fair and i mean comparing it with our jp counterparts is always tough because technically they are different games it's not even Um, that it's it's a different environment that it's different games it's that like it's a different situation right because we see everything that's coming so somebody in JP yes. might have rolled their faces off when they saw an amazing unit come out, but we know to hold off because there's going to be something 10 times better just around the corner, right? So, you know, we talked earlier about, oh, this is a trap banner because blah, blah, blah is on the way. If we were in JP, we wouldn't even know that's on the way. We just have to, we're going in blind basically, right? Yeah, and that's what makes the the game different because now they're not balancing and releasing things based on a blind community. They're releasing things with the slight knowledge that most people know that there are going to be units coming. And so that kind of changes how they have to address things and work within things. Like they can, for example, sometimes they release a banner and people are upset about it because they're like, you're putting this out as bait because this is coming. But it's like, well, realistically, no. It's like we put this out because it's an actual unit you can roll on and people might like it at times. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I mean, that's why for me, the bugs were the only thing, especially because um, it is something that's coming from JP, so you should be sort of aware of the bugs that are coming down and mm-hmm. be able to maybe prepare for them better. But once those got fixed, I'm on, I was honestly okay. Like, I, I'm not too upset. Whatever, whatever they end up giving as compensation is for me. It's fine. Like even if they, they give me nothing but bug fixes, I'm I'm happy. It's not too upsetting to me or anything like that. But one thing that I have started to notice is 
when they do have these long stretches of farming events, King Mog events, uh, raids, etc., I do start to feel burnt out. And then especially when they package in multiple farming type events, like we had a raid followed by the King Mog, followed by the Chinese New Year, which was also a farming event, another raid, another King Mog. Like, it's just like constant farm, 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 farm. It does get a little bit tedious and a little bit exhausting. I think that's just something they need to balance out. I think yes. there's too much of a focus on having a new event every week. I think it's fine to have a week or a month or every two months where there's no events, where you just get to play the game or does anybody remember those uh vortex those vortex mission things that nobody ever does anymore because what's the point or like we got uh the the maze whatever that maze is called enchanted maze it came out this week no one's gonna do it because there's never a reason to because there's always some event it's kind of outdated it's better to farm right so if they gave us a couple weeks once in a while to just do nothing explore the game and do trials do like just whatever we wanted to do i think it'd just be a lot better one thing they do need to be cautious of though is so a few people were complaining that there hasn't been a new trial in a long time and just got, people uh, don't like chamber of arms we just got mr crab bot mr crab got <laughs> We haven't had something that's not Chamber of Arms in apparently five, like four or five months. And so people were saying like, okay, it's nice that all this farming is happening and it's nice that uh, we have these Chamber of Arms things, which are sometimes good, sometimes kind of sucky because the rewards kind of suck apparently. I haven't done them all, so I don't know yet. But I think that if they could find a way to pair like a story release with or some trials released or something like that along with an off week, it would be honestly perfect. You can catch up on story. You can play some end game while not worrying about missing out on farming. Some of the story bonus bonus run bosses that they put out could actually have been decent trials. Like the Europa one that chains and you have to do the element resistances and stuff. That could have mm-hmm. been just a decent trial they could have put out. For sure. Rather than a bonus unit, bonus run. You know what I mean? Even the FOCA bonus units, uh, sorry, bonus stages were really, really hard. Like, it took me a while to figure out what the heck was going on and put together a good enough team to be able to do it. And it, I don't mind that they add these to the story events. It's kind of fun to have something at the end of them. But I agree with you that a lot of them could even be twisted into new trials. But overall, I think the game is doing well. And I do like that they're back on track. So one thing that I was struggling with, at least especially with trying to run the podcast and stuff like that, was the thursday the thursday update with thursday uh news it's like okay we're getting the news the night before we run the whole show and it's like man this this is tough this is really tough yeah so i like that they've gone i i like that they've gone back to tuesday news so that people can kind of get hyphy over it a little bit it's a it's a lot more fun in my opinion to have like stuff going on throughout the week there were weeks where it was tough and back when we used to have seven stars that had yet to awaken and we get like ability enhancements with the seven star awakenings with a new banner and a new event and you'd have only a day to just figure out what's going on those were tough but i mean <laughs> yeah. i think those days are behind us because all of the old five stars have seven star awakenings now so the worst we'll have to contend with now is like this just a few ability awakenings and that's it that's true 
but I do, I would much prefer, and I think a lot of different people like seeing the patch notes come out all at once instead of across three days. So I know that uh, Tuesday we got some stuff, and then Wednesday they got some stuff, and then Thursday uh, there was more stuff. Yeah. I mean, It'd be it's, nice it's to have nice. it all come at once. I definitely enjoyed the, the Tuesday update this week. Yeah, it was very, very welcome. But overall, I think Gumi and the squad are doing a good job moving things in the right direction. The current banner was pretty awesome, having a guaranteed unit. Uh, Tuesday patch notes was awesome. And then even just having this week off, like having a week of stuff that I don't have to constantly farm is pretty fantastic. And then the half energy. Yeah. Oh my God, so excited for half energy. Agreed. It'll be nice. Any final remarks, Mini? That's all I got. I mean... You know, hopefully you guys don't judge me too harshly for that terrible Hasiko run. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Ninja love forever. There you go. That's the good stuff. Ninja's rule. Chocobo riders Ninja's... and samurais suck. Yep, pretty much. That's that's what we got out of this out of this update. Yeah, the summary of the this week. Ninjas are the best. Samurais suck. All right, that's pretty much it for the show this week, guys. Thanks for popping in. Red of the Sun, Genso... Noel, we appreciate all of you for stopping in, chatting. Noel, thanks for the yep. Twitch Prime sub. Really appreciate that, man. Helps a lot. Yeah, Noel is saying, if you need help, hit him up. He's got all the friend units. You know, he's got every friend unit in the game. Normally, I would say the same, but for this trial, I don't think I can help you. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> I can't help myself. Evid evidently, uh, <laughs> can't even help himself. Uh, if you need a mana battery, I got a pretty decent one, you know. She gets about 500 kilometers on one charge, so <laughs> let me know. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks so much for stopping in. Catch you in the podcast next week. Peace. All right. See you next week, guys. <laughs>